Welcome to the podcast, Risk Intelligence, with your host, Karen Adamsbaum. She will be sharing her knowledge on common insurance questions, coverage explanations, claim scenarios, and interviews with brokers, clients, and colleagues to discuss various topics in the insurance industry. Welcome to another edition of my podcast called Risk Intelligence. And today I have Nick Wagner from The Full Potential. And before we get into a discussion with Nick, I wanted to explain to everybody how Nick and I met. Um, We we met on LinkedIn, but uh, the way we met was he had posted a podcast uh, with um, another insurance professional, Tony Canis. And one day, Saturday, I remember it very distinctly, I had a, about a two-hour ride to someplace, and uh, I listened to that podcast. Then that was on a Saturday, and on a Wednesday is when Nick and I connected uh, on the phone. And I was just very um, intrigued uh, about uh, his, his capabilities and really starting and engaging in a conversation and all about uh, Nick with, um, he, he's always a wealth of knowledge. If you're connected with him on LinkedIn, his, um, his posts are very thought provoking and, and that's what his expertise is. He loves to share ideas and um, spread his knowledge. So Nick, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm excited. And it's always fun to be the one that's not actually doing the interview <laughs> and asking the questions. So I'm, I'm excited to be on the other side of the microphone. Oh, very good. Very good. So I wanted to ask you, um, you know, you're always uh, making um, topics very thought provoking. And, and what was it that made you realize that you have this gift? Uh, you know, it's interesting. So I've been on LinkedIn. I think I've been on LinkedIn for probably eight or nine years. If I, if I, if I go back to when I, when I was originally signed up, it was, it was quite some time ago. I probably didn't start using it though extensively until I think it was the end of 20, it was 2015, some point in there, 2015. I, I can't remember when exactly when I, but I think I wrote, I, I wrote my first article. So I actually started off by writing articles. I didn't start off with a podcast. I didn't start off with video. It was, writing which from it's, it's kind of funny when i look back because writing is probably the, the the way i communicate the the least effectively so i, I actually i love talking i love uh meet, meeting people in person on the phone and communicating like this writing i'm okay at it but i don't think i'm great at it but i, I wrote an article and i started writing more and more articles you know here there and, and you know every every couple weeks and I was really just trying to share at the time information around uh, for, for the young professional community uh, that I supported in my role at Cigna, uh, managing our early career development program. So I was doing that for work and I thought, hey, like, I really like what I'm doing with these early career, early career professionals. I can probably share some of this, these tips more broadly on LinkedIn. And that, that's really how, how it got started. I, I always tell people when I meet them, especially I, me- I mentor a lot of people and I always tell my, my mentees, get on LinkedIn as early as you can. I wish I wish I had started using it the way I use it now 10 years ago uh, right. because I, it, it's just, there's so much 
positivity on LinkedIn. Now, I also think it's it's obviously gotten a lot better over the past, you know, five, six years than it was 10, you know, 10, 12 years ago. But I just love it because it's it's the social it's the social network that keeps on giving you something back every time you go there. And it's not negative like so many of the other social networks. So that that's why I'm to it, because it really is, in my opinion, a community. But I just, you know, and, that, and that's why I started giving back because I thought I, I could help. Very good. Now, how, how do you come up with your ideas? I mean, I know you have the live show, you have a podcast, you're very active on LinkedIn. Um, how, how, is, how do you come up with your ideas? So, yeah, it's a couple things. It's, it's a combination of sharing my experiences over, you know, my career. So, you know, you and I have spoken. Uh, I'm not super young anymore. I'm 38. So I've had, you know, a good you know, 20 years of, of working at this point because I worked all through college. And I feel like I've had a lot of really unique experiences being, you know, I went to school for IT. I was an entrepreneur. I worked in IT. I'm now in HR. So when I talk about, I, I share mostly career-related content because that's what my passion is and what I think I, I, I'm an expert on. I feel I can actually share a lot of relevant information just based off of what I've personally experienced. So I think there's there's that piece. I just try to, I try to share what I've done well and what I haven't done well. Uh, throughout my career. And then you mentioned my live show. I try to do the same exact thing from talking to professionals like you and the other people that I interview on, on my, my, my weekly show to, to basically share everyone's career journeys because everyone's career journeys are, are unique to them. I think you can learn so much from other people's careers and, oh, wow, so-and-so did this. Maybe I could do that. And so-and-so made that career pivot. And if they can do it, why can't I do it? Or, you know, they, they started a nonprofit or they helped volunteer. So, it was just trying to empower people through all the good and, and, and positivity that other people were doing. So, so that, that's, those are two ways that, that I come up with content. And I think the third, the third way is, and you can ask my wife this, I literally don't stop thinking. So I, I'm an entrepreneur <laughs> at heart. You know, right now I work for, you know, work for a, a large health services company. As I mentioned, I work for Cigna. So I, I have a great corporate job. So I'm not being an entrepreneur necessarily in my job every day. So my nonprofit where I do my, my work online is really my way of being entrepreneurial. Uh, and it's like, it's my, it's my creative outlet, if you will. So I'm always thinking, I'm always writing down ideas. You know, I read a lot online. Um, I, I consume a lot of content. I listen to other people's podcasts, mm -hmm. listen to books on Audible. And I'm just always trying to think of, you know, how, how can I help, right? How can I give back? And uh, so that, that's, those are probably the three ways that I come up with most of my content. So let me ask you this, because this happens to me sometimes. I'll have a style, I'll call it a style, and then I'll be doing that style on LinkedIn, and then I'll see somebody else's style, and I'll say, huh, they got a different twist to it. I like it. And then I might kind of switch it up just a little bit. Do you find yourself doing that? So, so I mean, I, I think I'll say this. I, I think two things. I think we're all influenced by other people and, and the content that they create. So I, I use the example. I never did captions on my videos that I create. Now, I don't do them on the live shows because it was like an hour long. But if I make a three-minute video, I was never doing captions until I saw uh, a bunch of other people on LinkedIn doing captions. And I was like, hmm, I wonder why they're doing that. And you know, I started doing some research. And the reason is a lot of people watch the videos on LinkedIn with the sound off. That was one reason. And then the other reason people do it, and my 
I know my wife will be happy to hear this because she's a speech pathologist. There's a lot of people that, you know, actually, um, you know, if, if you can't hear, having the captions enables people to consume the content. So, so I never used captions. And then I started people seeing people do it. I'm like, wow, that, that probably would make sense. And I went out, went out and find, found, uh, you know, how to do it. And, and I started incorporating that. So I, I think, it, I think it, it depends on, on just what part of what, what you're trying to learn from the other people doing it. I think right. as far as my, my own personal style, like I, I think I have a very unique interview style uh, and that's just my communication style. Communication is one of my strengths. So I think that's something that I probably won't change, but I am always looking for ways to improve, you know, what, how, how am I, how is the, the actual content being created? So, you know, the captions is an example. Uh, I, as I make more videos, I've been doing more videos on just career related topics lately. And I've just been, uh, you know, as you can imagine, I've been watching some YouTube videos on what are the best practices to make videos to make sure that you're engaging people. So I, I, I try to learn from others that have been successful because I, one thing that I'm very open and honest with people about is I'm not an expert on anything. And I love hearing and getting information from others who are experts so that I can mm -hmm. improve. Right. Now you said something very interesting. You are going to YouTube to learn how to uh, make the most of your videos. So that's something similar that I'm doing um, on a personal note. I actually, um, I think I, I told you this, I play guitar and there's just one chord that is so hard and it's like, there's gotta be another way to play it. So last night, I uh, Googled it and easy peasy now. So I'm very happy that I found that one chord. So um, the last question that I have is what, what has been your biggest achievement? So, you know, th this is always a fun question. And I often ask this to people, I think if, if and I'll break it, I'll break it up into two, into two topics for you. So if you talk about okay. personal achievement, uh, my my biggest personal achievement is is my beautiful family. So I am you know so blessed to have an amazing wife who is the reason that I can do everything that I can do on a daily basis. And I have three amazing kids um, that honestly they are a lot of work as you can imagine for those that have have children. But it was the best decision that we ever made. And mm -hmm. um, while it's complete chaos in my home at all times because they're they're fighting and they're running around and you know pre COVID we had kid activity six days a week, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for the world. So personal accomplishment, it, it's my family. Uh, mm -hmm. it, I never thought, I'll be honest with you, I never thought growing up that I would have three kids. I grew up with one, with one little brother. Um, but my wife grew up with a, a brother and a sister and I always wanted, you know, three. And it's just been, it's just been amazing. It's, uh, words don't even describe like how proud I am of, of you know, having such an amazing family. So personally, that's the biggest accomplishment. Professionally, you know, and I mentioned before, I've had a very strange career as, as you know, graduating from, from, from college with an IT degree, being an IT, being an entrepreneur, you know, be, going back to IT and then, and then being in HR now. I, you know, I think two things kind of stand out to me as far as professional accomplishments. I think one would be, and I, I'm going to laugh when I say this, but in, in, in some ways proving a lot of people wrong when I quit my, my corporate job uh, in 2006 to work for myself full time. I had a lot of people that, including my father, that thought I was out of my mind. 
and it was not a good idea. And you know, if I look back, I was 26, so I was in my in my in my early 20s, mid 20s. I didn't have a family. I wasn't married. It, it was the it was the time. I mean, your 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 name of your podcast is Risk Intelligence, right? We're talking about risk. It was my time in my life to take a risk. Right. Uh, I would I would not take a risk like that at 38 with with three little kids. It's it's a very different time in my life. So. Uh, so I, I quit my corporate job and I worked for myself for four years full time. And then my three partners, I ended up selling our business. So for me, that was a really big, that was a huge professional moment because I, I felt I, I proved a lot of people wrong, um, okay. including my father. And, and again, not out of you know spite, but out of, you, you know, mm -hmm. you want to, you always want to prove to your parents that you can do something. So that that's definitely one. And I think the other one that for me was a, a really big deal was, I went into HR not because I was searching for an HR job, but because I got asked to run our intern program for IT at Cigna. That's how I ended up in HR. Then I ended up running our entire leadership development program at Cigna. And then I took most of 2017 to figure out, like, what am I doing in my life? Am I an IT professional? Am I an HR professional? What am mm -hmm. I going to do? And I decided to stay in HR. And now I, I've been in my, my current HR role for almost two and a half years as an organizational development consultant. And so for me, the... the the big professional um, accomplishment was uh, staying in HR, finding my second role in HR, even though I have an IT background, I don't have a traditional HR background. And I think uh, while I'm not a traditional HR you know, type career employee, I think my IT background and my entrepreneurial background has actually served me very well as an HR professional and just helped me think very differently from my peers. So those would be, those would be the two I would highlight. Well, I would say because of your sharing of ideas and being innovative and coming up with um, development type thoughts, that's definitely more HR. Um, but from a programming standpoint, because I was also a programmer in the IT world, you remember flowcharts? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and, so. and, 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 and I know we, we, talked about, we talked about your background. Yeah. So I was, I was actually a project manager and, mm -hmm. you know, project, project, I really enjoyed it because I was, it was leading people. It was leading a project. It was influencing people. It was, you know, getting things there done on go. time. And, and I, I enjoy, I enjoyed that, but mm -hmm. uh, you know, I just, it, it's just funny because you never think I mean, you're in the same way. You never, you never know where your career is going to take you. And I never mm -hmm. thought graduating with an IT degree that I'd end up in an HR role. I never would have crossed my mind. And same here, you know, selling insurance, same thing. Right, so. yeah, you just never know. <laughs> never know. So Nick, um, I just wanted to wrap this up and, and say thank you very much for taking the time uh, today to join me on the podcast. Um, thank you. Uh, you're as always doing a great job on LinkedIn. I mean, for me, um, like I've said before, sometimes I have a thought and I have trouble um, explaining it and you have a way of pulling that out of me. Um, so you're not even uh, innovating with me, but for some reason your posts really pull you know, good things and, and I learn from all of them all the time. So thank you for that. Well, I, I appreciate you saying those kind words. I appreciate you having me on, on your podcast. Like I said, this is always fun to go on other people's podcasts. Yeah. And, and I'm the same way you are. I, I watch, you know, I, I'm always consuming content on LinkedIn. And, you know, there, there's some people on there that I'm just, you know, they, they have such different backgrounds for me that I just love to hear their perspectives on things because it's, mm -hmm. it's just so different. 
Yeah. And, and that's what I love about the, again, that's what I love about the platform is I, I, I learn something every time I go on there and mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's so positive. You, you learn so much and it really is a community. So um, I'm happy to be a part of it. Well, thank you, Nick. Thank you, Karen. Talk soon. Yes. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast, Risk Intelligence. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel and connect on LinkedIn by doing a search on Karen Adamsbaugh.